Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Two men. Fifteen minutes. Eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. His glory I will see. I will Happy Friday, Edwin. Happy Friday, Andrew. I don't think you said that right. You don't think so? No, it's Friday! <laughs> I don't I don't know why I put up with this every Friday. <laughs> yeah, I think you look forward to it all week long. <laughs> and this is also the day I get to tell all of our listeners, if you're in the Tampa area this weekend, we'd love to meet you. Come and worship at Livingston. All of the information you need is found at christiansmeethere.org, christiansmeethere.org. And... Any of the wonderful deals that you're getting today, we would love for you to bring it and share with your favorite podcast hosts. We <laughs> yeah, have there could be some shopping going on today. We, huh? we have absolutely no after Thanksgiving uh, sales going on on this podcast. <laughs> Just saying, no T-shirts, no coffee mugs, no special Bible covers. Wait a second, Edwin. What are you saying? You want to have T-shirts, <laughs> no. mugs? Covers and video. You want all of that for the Text Talk podcast? Psalm 13 <laughs> from the New American Standard, updated. You're edition. making a wish list. I'm right. You know, I'm writing it down. Maybe someday we'll check it twice. <laughs> all right. All joking aside, let's jump into our scripture today. Psalm 13. This is from the New American Standard, updated edition. How long, O Lord, will you forget me forever? How long will you hide your face from me? How long shall I take counsel in my soul, having sorrow in, in my heart all the day? How long will my enemy be exalted over me? Consider and answer me, O Lord, my God. Enlighten my eyes, or I will sleep the sleep of death. And my enemy will say, I have overcome him. And my adversaries will rejoice when I am shaken. But I have trusted in your loving kindness. My heart shall rejoice in your salvation. I will sing to the Lord because he has dealt bountifully with me. I'll just say that for those who have been listening all week to our discussion, a lot of focus on fears, fear of death, fear of defeat, fear of being ridiculed, right, and mocked. But I just love where this psalm ends. This, this declaration of faith in verse 5, that I have trusted in your mercy, my heart shall rejoice in your salvation. We've talked about this life in the interim, and at some point, maybe in this 15-year or so grind in the life of David, this psalm is composed, but he's not lost faith. God will be true to his word. God will save. And David's going to sing about it. I will sing to the Lord because he's dealt bountifully with me. So we've got this 15-year period. And, and, you know, when we say it's a 15-year period, we mean that in much the same way that we say this is a 15-minute podcast. About 15 <laughs> years. About 15 minutes. In this time he has faced these fears. He's been living in the interim between when God gave his promise and God granted his promise. And, and he writes this psalm in this moment. And as, as we've said on multiple occasions over the last few months, these psalms are snapshots. Yep. They're individual literary units that show us a snapshot. I, I think we've kind of seen maybe a an arc, a story through some of this to some degree, the story of life, even though particular psalms might be at different uh, events or occurrences in David's life, they're being pieced together in a way that kind of shows us life. Mm -hmm. 
you know, well, we've we've actually joked as we've talked about in the interim that old poem, the dash. Yeah. The 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 life I don't between know if the mics life. were hot for that, but yeah, yeah. we were we yeah. were joking about that. The 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 interim between the day I was born and the day I die. Yep. Looks a lot like the Psalms look. Yeah. And and the yeah. Psalms themselves are the interim between God gives the promise and grants the promise. And so as I see this poem in this moment, I I think we started off this week by saying that I'm really shocked by how this poem starts. Mm-hmm. Because it seems so despairing, it seems it's so dark. depressed, it seems dark. And in fact, it's kind of challenging for me to think of, of anyone starting a prayer to God this way. But honestly, what shocks me even more is that when the psalm starts the way it starts, mm-hmm. that it ends the way it ends. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you 100% on that because it, it just... It's just such a 180 from how long, O Lord, to this declaration, I will sing to the Lord because he has dealt bountifully with me. And I think that's an important thing to get a a handle on, that even in a time of despair, even in a despairing season, David has not lost the ability to consider the blessings of God, the bounty of God. Uh, God has dealt, I mean, bountifully is uh, abundance and good and blessing and all of that in times past. And, I, you know, I guess we've kind of been emphasizing this feeling of forsakenness, but David hasn't, I guess, really given over to that. God has been good to me in the past. I'm not forsaken. The reason why this shocks me so much is because when I read those first couple of sentences, to me, they don't sound like faith. In fact, they sound like the kind of things you say as you are abandoning faith, Mm. which is what makes me so uncomfortable with it being a part of this prayer. But as I read the psalm and as I read psalms like it, and and we've already hinted at this throughout the week, you know, the reality is, though, is that where is David saying this? He is saying this in prayer. And what I have to admit is that when I hear people saying these things, when it lacks faith, they're not saying it in prayer. Mm. They're usually saying it on their way out the door. They're usually saying it not to God. God, I'm struggling with this. I'm bringing this to you. Uh, they're, they're saying that with this is why I'm leaving. And, it, and it's those moments of actual conviction against God. And I think one of the subtle but profound lessons that, that we should get from a psalm like this is that when I'm in those moments and I continue to go to God in prayer, even when it's those things that I'm kind of uncomfortable with. It's it's that abiding in Jesus Christ. It's that life in God that is demonstrated by the fact that what I do is I pray. Mm. I go to God. I believe enough that even when I think he's forsaken me and I can't see him and I can't feel him and I don't, I don't know that he's with me, I believe it enough that I am praying anyway. That's, that's, I mean, that's the vine grafted in the root that has the power of God that moves us from where the psalm begins to where it ends. Hey, and not just praying anyway, but praising anyway. When he says, I will sing, I will sing to the Lord, that worship to God is not just for when we feel like it. And, right. <laughs> you know, that that's I thought you were going to say worship is not just for when we, quote, go to church. I think both of those statements well, are I true. They're both true. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I need to have a life that is like this, even when I don't feel like it, even when I can't. I'm sure it's easy when I'm up on the mountaintop and the hills seem alive with the sound of God's music 
to praise and to worship and to have faith. When, when there's been victory after victory and, and I, I've conquered something and it's just everything is going well, I mean, that's easy. When faith really becomes important is in the dark night of the soul, in those moments of darkness when I don't feel God's presence, in those moments when I, I don't see the evidence that God is there with me and that he is blessing me, and yet I still hang on to knowing I know that's what he's doing. I can't see it. I don't know how. I'm, I'm actually kind of scared right now that it's all going to go awry. But to me, one of the most fascinating things that I learned from this psalm was in our conversation yesterday when, when I made that connection, when it, when it hit me between what he's praying for here and what happened to those witnesses in Revelation 11 and and the realization that even if God says no to verses 3 and 4, he's still saying yes to verses 5 and 6 for us. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just, that's, and being able to hang on to that, that's, that's faith, walking by faith, not by sight. Mm-hmm. And that's what we have to do. He says, I have trusted in your mercy that um, we, we need mercy. We need forgiveness. When we think about David and, and how he's dealing with his enemies right now, we need to remember that because of our sin and wickedness, we have made ourselves enemies of God. And yet God is gracious to us, merciful us to forgiveness for the sake, forgive us for the sake of Jesus Christ. And even that we can be called children of God is a reason to rejoice, is a reason to sing, uh, despite the difficulties of a, of a current circumstance. I, I think I say it almost once a week as I, as I go back in to when God revealed himself to Moses. The name. The name. Yeah, you're. And you're, yeah. I mean, that's a really big thing for me right you're now. In the I'm name studying right it. Now. You're and, in the name. and it's just, and I'm seeing it everywhere. I mean, it's just all over the place in this business of steadfast love. Mm-hmm. Uh, as he's, uh, yeah, it's that word hesed. I was just looking that up just to make sure. I should have done that before the microphones were on. But that's, that's one of those words in the name of God. It's, it's his love. It's his loyal love. And it's, mm. it's who he is. Mm-hmm. And so when David says, I have trusted in your steadfast love, mm-hmm. he is calling to mind, you revealed who you are. You said this is who you are to Moses. You are a God merciful and gracious, slow to anger abounding in steadfast love and faithfulness and forgiving iniquities and transgressions and sins, but you'll by no means clear the guilty. When he says this, hey, I have trusted in your steadfast love, he is calling to mind that name. He said, you told me this is who you are. I can't feel it right now. In fact, I'm kind of wondering why I'm not sensing more of it right now. I really want you to come just give me a great big old loving hug and wipe out my enemies right now. And I'm not seeing that. I don't know why you haven't done it yet you know you've done it before yeah i I mean i know because back in psalm 12 (laughs) you arose there have been those moments but now i'm not feeling it but i'm gonna hang on to that anyway i'm gonna hang on to that anyway and that's that's faith and that faith is the victory so you also have here that in previous psalms we've read one of the problems with death is in death you go to the place where you can no longer sing the praises to God, right? Oh, yeah. And, and we've got that theme emerge also. Lest I sleep the sleep of death, he doesn't want to die. What's he going to do instead? I will sing to the Lord because he's dealt bountifully with me. That because he has dealt bountifully with me, that, that line gives me pause for a moment mm. because I wonder— 
it, it's very easy to see and it's very possible that what he's saying is, I remember the times in the past when you've dealt bountifully. That's my anchor. My anchor is even though right now I don't feel it, I know you have, so I'm trusting in those things to know that you will again. And that's possible. That, that may yeah. be exactly what he means. I, there's another possibility. And the other possibility is it's I will sing because I am so convinced that you are going to respond to this that I'm going to act like it's already happened. I'm going to hang on to this. You have dealt bountifully with me. I know you are the God with abounding, Mm -hmm. bountiful, steadfast love. And I know that's that's who you are. And I'm going to anchor myself in your word. It goes back to what we said about Jesus when Satan said, if you are the son of God, and what Jesus says is, I'm going to trust in his word. I don't have to to put him to the test on this. I'm going to trust his word. Well, and even to root that view... In the story of David, if this is this interim time, he has been anointed king. He is not yet sat upon the throne. And so the the faith would be that this will come to fruition, right? That that horn of oil that Samuel used was a, was a down payment of this greater reality. And I guess we need to wrap up this week by just reminding ourselves, we've said it a couple of times as we consider this psalm, that David was before the cross. Mm-hmm. One of the things that makes yeah, big difference. One of the things that makes it easier for us to be where David is in that psalm with this faith is the fact that look God gave his son. That's right. He fulfilled the righteous requirement of the law. That is you sin you die. He died. He died. He didn't sin but he died. Mm-hmm. And so on my behalf he fulfilled the righteous requirement of the law. I know he loves me. Romans 8:32. If he's going to send his son to die for me, what what will he not do? Yeah. What will he not do? So when I'm in this dark night of the soul, I hang on. Mm-hmm. Jesus died and he rose again. And so I'm going to hang on to him right now. And I'm going to have this faith. And that's where the victory is. That faith to pray to him, that faith to praise him, even in a dark time. Well, this has just been great looking at Psalm 13. So encouraged that no matter what we're facing at this moment, it is time and it is appropriate to pray to him and to praise him. Send us an email, what you're learning as you read in the Bible. Text talk at christiansmeethere.org. Text talk at christiansmeethere.org. Let's have a word of prayer. Our great God and Father, we are thankful that you've given us this day. We are mindful that uh, in our country and in our communities, it's a holiday time. There's a lot of people traveling around and loved ones and friends. We thank you for all those relationships that enrich our lives. We pray for safety of our friends and our neighbors and our brethren and all their different travels. Father, we know that there are those uh, who read this psalm and, and, and it is a dark time, Father. They're wondering how long. But Father, we can all read it and appreciate no matter the circumstance, this time of interim in which we tread, it is right to trust you, to pray to you, to praise you, to sing. Father, you deal bountifully with us and we are so thankful that you, you are such a good and loving God and Father. We trust you, that you hear our prayers. And Father, we commit ourselves to you this day. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians Who Meet on Livingston Avenue this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge wrote and sang all four parts of our theme song. You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. Remember to subscribe, rate, and review our podcast so others can learn about it more easily. Have a great day. 
This is the New American Standard updated edition. How long, oh Lord, will you forget? I'm sorry. <laughs> from, from, from your lips to our listeners' ears. <laughs> I think it was really good till you know, you kind of lost it when you started reading. It was all right, yeah. It was going good. Okay.